says in 1 Corinthians, in a race everybody runs, but only one wins first prize. So run your race in such a way as to win. Great leadership, belief, accountability, heart, genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry. I believe it was George Washington Carver who said, when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way, you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're gonna do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all going to be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best as the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do. As a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra. That little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality. Because no matter what's behind us, good or bad, in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next. And the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. It is Tuesday. We are live. A lot going on today. Uh, we'll explain. Let's bring them in over the to my left, though. It's Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me. It is Michael Helms, and we are live and ready for another day. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Oh, good, good. Um, there's a there's a little project I've got going on at the house. Yeah, and I've been having to go get bags of rock, fifty pound bags of rock. And there's this guy at the place that I that I'm getting the rock. Mm-hmm. That every time if I get he knows that there's 50 pound bags. Right. Okay. And every time I get, like, I've gotten eight pounds, I've gotten 10, I mean, 10 bags, eight bags, got 12 bags yesterday. Mm. My car will only handle so many bags. Right. I think 12 is the limit. And y'all to see when I put it in the SUV, <laughs> it's so heavy that it just it sits, down. sits oh, yeah. everything down. Yeah. It makes the car look completely different. It's uh-huh. like you're doing this. Yeah, like a wheelie. But this guy that, that is always there to check me out, Feels the need to scream how many pounds of rock it is. Hey, got you 500 pounds today. Oh, he's that guy. He adds it up every time. And that means, I mean, there's no reason to, right? No, no, no. That's just his thing he does. <laughs> and yesterday I got 12 bags. And so that's a lot. I, of, I that's could a hear, lot of all I heard was, hey, you got 600 pounds to move. Uh-uh. Thank you, that, pal. That, that's, that was his thing. He's, he's, wow. he's over there adding it up. And, I and I've made, this is my fourth trip. 
I Helmsy, think what, maybe I mean, five. My God, I know that you. And I so, remember you talking about your project yeah. a while back, but I can't imagine that going down your driveway and what that looks like in the car. Yes. Yeah. Now, well, are you backing in? No, I just take it and doesn't scrape. One back? No, it doesn't. It, but I'm telling you, it, it twelve. Six hundred. If it's over more than twelve bags, I think it would. Like, mm-hmm. there was that an, back end so low. I guess yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but, I, I would think. I mean, so, I even had to look. Can... I even had to look and make sure that the tires were not rubbing because I thought at first I may have to put the a tire bags rubbing. in the front. Yeah, <laughs> Funny. yeah. hit bumps. <laughs> yeah, like sit on the front. Hey, you get what about four hundred pounds, <laughs> buddy? But that's his thing. He does. He, yeah, you got, you got a lot of work. And for some reason, he waits until I'm walking to my car to scream it. So I don't know if he's doing the math and then doing it or what. But no. So what? I got to know your system here. Are you unloading the bags and just and stacking the bags up off to the side and then kind of working as you go? Or it's been a mixed bag. No pun intended. Are we I've, emptying them in a wheelbarrow? I and have, taking them over. No, I'm taking the bags one by one and okay. dropping them where they need to go. Okay. And then depending on what's going on either putting them out because there've been some prep work before I've actually had to put it out. Mm-hmm. So it's uh now the ones that I got yesterday were simply picked up and dropped in the spot that they're going to go. And that's all going in the backyard. Yeah. 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 What little area we have. Right. Yeah. So wow. Big project. It's one of those things where I th- I thought I needed 20 bags mm-hmm. total. Yeah. And it's turned into 24 at the moment. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of bags. I don't give them away either. Hey, 500 pounds. Get low with that. <laughs> Somebody, I got it. Cars. Uh, a lot of work ahead of you. <laughs> That's his thing he does. What if he does that for everyone? Or is it just you? I don't know. I had, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably the thing he does. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he don't hurt yourself. Up. 600 pounds. <laughs> got it, buddy. And he says it different every yeah. time. Got it, and I've out. been four or five times. Yeah. And the. Dang the luck. He work, he must work all the time because he's there every time I go. Every time. Yep. <laughs> 500 pounds. Um, that is a lot of gravel, my friend. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's at, um, I mean, I it's now, called egg rock. I don't, you know. Is he going underneath the deck? Rock. Yeah, that's part That's okay. part of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Hopefully you like it because <laughs> there's no turning well, back. Well, we... No. <laughs> You know, Once you dump it out. It's there. the dream. The dream of a, of having a putting green back there. Amanda was tired of waiting on that dream to come true, mm-hmm. and so she said, "Hey, I'm just gonna. Can we just? Can you put some rock back there and then do flagstone on the other side? On the other side. Okay. And so is it matching rock? Because I remember, remember yeah. the last. Time. Yeah, it is. It, I, matter of fact, I thought. I thought I'd messed up, but I but I, I've been getting the right one. All right, good. I, I did something. I just took a picture of what I've been getting. Yeah, and, yeah. And just, look at just, that every yeah, time. Yeah, because they got a bunch of variety. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's probably going to come like that does the ordering for that place. Yeah. And he says, "Who's been getting all the gravel?" Well, and yesterday I had to. It's I had to. Pounds. I had to night. get up That's on the. Sick. He's got five hundred pounds. I had to get up on the the next level on the pallet oh, and actually really? break the plastic and then. Because there wasn't any kind of ladder, oh, really? nobody to help. I took three bags of pea gravel three. that was on the on the <laughs> the pallet next to me uh-huh. and stacked them up and stood on it. Oh, really? Yeah. So you I had, had to. You had your little workout. I had a little workout yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you like for the guy that's screaming how many? How it was much, funny. How much weight to come over and help you? <laughs> yeah. It was funny because I dropped Braden off at Godspeed and I wondered at one point who's working harder. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You come back. I'll, yeah. Does he ever get back in the in the in the car and go, Dad? What What's going on here? 
What do you mean? We're loaded down with gravel. Oh, yeah. Well, he knew yesterday. Dad, why are you low I said, ride hey, coming back? I said, the car's going to look much different when you get back in here in an hour and a half. Does it bounce every time you hit it? <laughs> but I, it's hard to slow it down, too. Yeah. You got you to gotta break. You got to break oh, pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to pay attention. Well, I do want to let you know, speaking of your yard, and I know we mentioned this, and I'm ready to put it on the calendar. I am ready to take care of your tree. <clears throat> Speedy. I'm I just telling you. I, I mean, let's this. put it on the calendar. And I haven't brought it up, but I'm going to tell you, Miss Amanda's ready for it to be gone, too. Okay. But I, but look, and we said when well, you got settled and when it cooled off, we would do it. I'm and, ready. And I think we're there. Yes. I don't know if you're settled, but I, I – I'm settled I, enough. It is, it is cooling off. Yeah. I, I, we, if, for those of you that do not know, Helmsy had a tree go down in his front yard, and, um, and he's done the best he could to get all the – you know, the, the branches and all that stuff up to the road, that's been carried off. And you've done what you can, but now it's time for, like, the, I mean, the, the trunk. And it's a long, it's, it's long, about by 20, the way. 20 foot, probably. Yeah, it's oak. And, uh, and it's, what, a two foot in diameter? Yeah, and we're going up a, a ridge. I did, so I'm, it, I'm, it's going to be I tough. I put it off, too, because I don't know what we're going to do. Like, I don't know how we make this happen. Really? Yeah. Well, I know this one right here, and I'm pointing to Greg. He'll be there with us, and so I know he's his truck is he did he it's over at Hendrick, uh, getting some work done on it, and so I've but I've got mine, so we can I feel we like can make we, it work. I feel like we need a winch or something to pull it up. We can drag it oh truck. yeah, oh yeah, we can drag it. Don't worry, I got a towing rope. Cut it in a bunch of pieces. Yeah, yeah. I know, I get that, but well, if you do, it'd be a lot. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm just I just want to let you know I'm ready. It's a fit. It's I'm ready. Even though He's I think it's kind of it. cool and it looks like a little bench. He's all about but, it. But, I mean, that's fine. What if I did that? What if I took your saw and we cut flat spots for there people to sit go. on? There you go. Now you're oh, talking. Or we boy. could even cut flat spots and put, like, um, baskets of flowers on it. Amanda Ooh. may leave it then. There you oh, go. Oh, boy. Dump some that's rocks That's a great idea. Why don't you dump you some have, rocks around it? You could have <laughs> – you could do a seat and plant, seat and plant. Yep. Mm. Make seat. it into a little deal. <laughs> plant. I know that the, the delivery probably wouldn't have been able to get down your driveway, but had you ever thought about having gravel delivered yes, to your house? Yes, I did. And the only reason I didn't is because it's it's this it's got to match the rock that I am buying is got to match what was already there in those areas, mm-hmm. uh, other areas, mm-hmm. and so the only way to match that perfectly, I guess I don't know, I, that, that came in bags. Okay, it, they may have it somewhere, but I don't. Yeah, now I, I couldn't. I mean, they they wouldn't be able to. I mean, if they dumped it on the road, the work trying to get it down there with your driveway would have been. It's oh, tough. You couldn't do that. Yeah. Matter so of fact, I, I don't know if they could have backed down and dumped it down there you anyway. Don't want that. I think not. they. Well, I'll say this: I saw a uh, forklift get to going out of control oh. one time on our driveway. Uh, we had some sod delivered when we first moved, and guys, it was nearly ugly. Like really? nearly ugly. Like nearly ran into a you car. I don't know how the panic. guy. I don't know how the guy got control of it. He lost control Ooh, of it, and, he's and it started hill. sliding downhill. And how he—you thought here we go? It was like a, it was like a fighter pilot trying to get out of some role, and he, <laughs> and, he and he got out of it, and and just stood, it sat there, and was like, whew, whew, took a deep breath. Yeah. I said that ever happened before? He goes, nope. <laughs> Been on a ride, huh? How about when you get on a ride, you, there's nothing you can do about it. And there was nowhere he he, he was either going to hit the house, hit a car, or go off into this little ravine thing. Could have been a bad day. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's a good day here because we've got yeah, yeah. Dan Moultrie and Chuck Sykes. They'll be with us next hour talk about the great outdoors and uh, whitetail deer hunting coming up. The season is about to start in the state of Alabama and throughout the country. We'll be right back.
You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You sure are. What's up? How are you? As I said, uh, we have Dan Moultrie coming in in about an hour from now. He'll be bringing with him, good friend of the show, Chuck Sykes, director uh, of the Alabama Wildlife and uh, Freshwater Fisheries Division in the state of Alabama. And so we'll be talking to them about a number of different things. Deer season is upon us. Uh, You know, yesterday... Uh, one Bill Bubba Bussy mm. was announcing. You know he's. You know some people that that if if you deer hunt, uh, we're talking about whitetail deer here. Uh, if you deer hunt, you know you might just be a rifle person. You know, hey, just rifle season. That's all I care about. Others they use uh, bow season, which starts a little ahead of rifle season, as a chance to get out and try that skill uh, and maybe get a nice buck before everybody else starts, you know, messing with the woods and and disturbing stuff and everything's kind of quiet and sneak up on something. And some people just bow hunt all season. They they don't, they don't rifle hunt at all. Uh, But he was announcing, Hey, we're, we're, we're close. We're real close to, to their season opening up at the old uh, busty farm and we will be bow hunting. So he's excited. He's ready to go. Um, I used to, I bow hunt. I have a bow. I've bow hunted some, and I don't know why. It's like it seems like every bow season, either something's going on, I'm too busy, or it just never works out. And I always claim I am. Uh, hey, I'm I'm bow hunting this year, and then I get well, off. There's in always it, next year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's always next year. I've always, I guess, it ha- haven't the last two years. But <clears throat> prior to that, I would just what you said. Yeah, I would. I would get out and shoot my bow. <laughs> right. I would get it out. I'd get excited. I'd be fired up. And then I wouldn't. I would not go hunting until huh. it was gun season. <laughs> well, I tell you one. one and Nash been sitting in the garage on a shelf and hasn't been out of that bag and a uh, little case. And I don't know, two years, I guess it's at least two years. Well, one uh, Eddie Van Adler is all about it. He got him a bow yeah, uh, this year. He's been yeah. he's been practicing a lot, so I think he's going to get out there and have some fun with it. But in today's uh, Moultrie uh, segment and the match Moultrie trivia question. Uh, we've got some pretty cool stuff about a four hundred dollar value here. We got a Moultrie Mobile System and Deer Feeder Unlimited uh, that is going to be the grand prize for Match Moultrie, and he always comes in with something. But uh, that'll be next hour. But really, to be honest with you, uh, we love Chuck, um, but we just want to know what Patty has made. Uh, yeah. Dan's wonderful wife, or oh, Chuck might bring in his sausage balls that yeah. Greg loves so much. That's right. The oversized sausage balls. They're good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There ain't no balls like sausage. There's balls. No, there's not. Um, we talked about you and your gravel situation uh, last segment, and uh, we have someone here. I don't see your name. Said you used to do landscaping. You were wanting to kind of weigh in on the gravel? Yeah, buddy. Um, so, uh, you know, I know he was talking about how, like, you know, he didn't want to have it delivered and all that. Um, but, you know, if it's not a really specific situation with, you know, where he needed exactly what he needed, mm-hmm. um, you know, it really helps to go get it yourself. You know, just put it in your pickup. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot cheaper, a lot lot cheaper because you know you're just paying for convenience when you're when you're getting it in the bags. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another thing, when I when I started doing landscaping, uh, there was this woman. Uh, I don't remember where she lived. It was in Hoover somewhere. Um, but she wanted crushed up brick in her garden, mm-hmm. and I thought it sounded crazy, but it actually looked pretty good. And you can get 
brick, uh, you know, whether it be for building a fire pit or putting it in your garden or using it as a driveway or whatever from, you know, local brick companies, uh, right. which there's one over in uh, Moody or Leeds. I'm not exactly sure which one it is. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, you can go over there, get their rejected brick, which still is good brick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just rejected for whatever reason, you can get it really Really cheap. Yeah, well, he's into the gravel, not the brick. Too late. But I wish you'd call it. It's egg rock. Huh? Yeah, I wish you'd call it egg rock. Okay, egg rock. Well, I'm sorry. A gravel, you, you actually call no, it gravel. No, I bring it up, and Amanda says it's not gravel, it's egg rock. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm doing it. Got that. it. Thanks, buddy. It's Appreciate like, it. It's you not know, gravel. There's a big difference. This is egg rock. Yeah. Okay. Bad. It's it's a rocks to me. You going to get that crushed brick? <laughs> I tell you what, it's fifty pounds is what each bag is what it is. Are you six hundred pounds? Are you considering getting all them rocks and go get some of that brick? <laughs> no, not at all. And not how about all. this too? There's fifty pounds that's easy to carry, and then there's fifty pounds that you can't quite grip yeah. it right. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And that gravel's kind of all moving and stuff. It just makes it a little bit. You got to get. And all I've all I've learned too. Hey, don't don't put it so far back next to the back seats because you got to get it out yeah. from back yeah. there. Yeah, right? yeah. Exactly. Get it as close to that as you can. Right. Um, and it look, it has been convenient because I there's one of these stores that I'm getting this from that's close to where I'm at about three or four days a week. Yeah. So it's it's gives me something to do during that time. Right. Uh well yesterday um they picked up where they left off with Talladega Super Speedway, uh thousandbulbs.com five hundred and blind Ryan Blaney ended up winning. Um and I saw a little bit of it because they picked up at one o'clock Close central finish too. I mean, right at the line. Yeah. And uh I understand our own uh intern Curb Street uh went and he, four days. He said he camped out for four days. Uh we got we got to talk to him. I noticed about he's his bumping experience. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's like them, them guys. Yeah. I mean, he's in it now. He went out and I'm talking <laughs> about camping. And and everything. I mean, I'm out there for four days, which yep. I know makes Rick just. I mean, I don't you can't it. believe Rick. I know if you're listening now, you can't believe somebody would do that. Well, he did, so we'll have to talk to him. But the the race itself, I I tuned in for a little bit, and I understand there was a couple of big wrecks, well, yeah. but um, boy, the the racing was pretty good. They were yeah, three they were and four wide most of the up. race. Uh, but Ryan Blaney ends up winning. They say the thriller. That's uh, a good one. Thousandbulbs.com, 500 at Tyler. I'm a little frustrated. Completely forgot it was on. Did you really? Yeah. Forgot about the postponement. Huh. How was the crowd on a Monday? It was, it was I mean, you I mean, know, obviously it's going to be down. Yeah. But. I mean, they didn't show the stands a lot. I mean, but what I could see is that it wasn't yeah. a ton of people, but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people had to go back to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Grant Lynch's last race. That's right. Yeah. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They're my friends. I'm feeling good, feeling amazing. They're my friends. I see my life go through some changes. They're my friends. My mama told me, don't you stop it. They're my friends. Just keep on going till you pop it. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. 25 minutes till top of the hour. We are back. Is it weird to hear yourself on Bank 9? A little bit? Tired of it. Okay. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by friends at HelloFresh.com. There's nothing better than arriving at home and having a box of great food waiting for you. Hello We're talking Fresh. about America's number one meal kit delivery service, and they deliver easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients right to your door. So all you have to do is cook and enjoy. Just go to HelloFresh.com. That's HelloFresh.com. And when you get there, you'll get $80 off plus shipping, but you need to use our very special promo code. That's Bubba80. 
Bubba and the number 80. Yes, uh, we've added 80 to make Bubba 80 for the $80 of savings plus free shipping. Uh, or you can go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors link. That's always available for you. All right, uh, so uh, we talked about it a few minutes ago. Uh, this past weekend was the Talladega Super Speedway weekend, and that's our home track in the NASCAR world uh, for where the show is based out of. We've all grew up going to Talladega, and we have stories. And, you know, I say growing up, I didn't I – didn't, I, I guess I'm a transplant from Mississippi yeah. and didn't get here until I was at Jacksonville State, and then that's when I fell in love with Talladega, and my buddies – Say, hey man, let's go. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I don't want to see you know. I don't want to see people go in circles. You yeah. hear that? Yeah. That was me at one point. And then I went and had I time. All I do is turn left. That's too cool. <laughs> and 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 once I went, I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Bad. And I didn't miss a race for years. Yeah. I'm talking about it was twice a year. Yeah. Here well, we go. I grew up going there. We yeah. were kid. We go twice a year. Yeah. And then you know you you grow up a little bit. You get married. Then you move and. And then I kept going. And then we started having a great relationship with the track. We went from breaking into the track, allegedly, and yeah. trying to get around the track and being arrested at the track to Rick and Bubba starting to race at the track. Yeah. Okay? So I mean, it's it, it's been quite an affair uh, with the old track, and we have good friends there. Grant Lynch, the president uh, at Talladega Super Speedway, he was retiring after this race. So there's a lot of things happening. Russell Branham there, uh, yeah. part of the show and family. Uh, so we've had a lot of former intern, uh, Hannah is there yeah. just a lot, yeah, a lot of, a lot, lot of, of history with the track. But yesterday was, uh, the finish to the, uh, hundred or a thousand bulbs.com 500. And it was a big weekend, but it was interrupted by rain on Sunday. So they delayed the race till yesterday and intern, uh, curb street said that he started the weekend and stayed there throughout the entire thing and finished up yesterday. Is that Rain true? and all. Yes. Uh, I started camping on Thursday night after I won my night classes. Uh-huh. And I went, I camped Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Into it? Into it. And then I took my took down my tent on Sunday because of the rain. I didn't mm-hmm. want to stay in a rain. But you were stinking about that. Oh, boy. I was. I, I came home and took a shower on Sunday morning. Oh, but you cheated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. all right. I probably would have too. Now, did you get your hair cut before Thursday? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, that's a race. Got, that's a new race. a race look. Look at yeah. that big one there. Good night. Um, oh, we, we're flipping and landing back on wheels and stuff. Uh, the race itself was pretty cool yesterday. A lot of excitement, but uh, and uh, Ryan Blaney uh, ended up winning it. But the story we want to talk about is. You, you and camping out for four days. How is this something you do, or yes. is this something new? Uh, I've done this. I did this in the spring race for the first time. I camped with some of my buddies, and when I camped for the first time, I camped in a really small tent. And it was like they call it the Fisher Price tent. My buddies call it because mm-hmm. it was like you only fit one person in there. Oh, single. Yeah. So this this race, I used their tent. So because they hit my buddy got his dad's camper, mm. and he camped in the infield. Didn't tell me about it till. Friday morning. Left you out Whoa, there? wait a minute. Oh. So yeah. you were left by yourself? I, left, left you I was hanging. left by myself. Oh, so now we're park. elevating now. Yes. Now we didn't just camp. Wait we camped by myself? Yes. Oh. What's your buddy's problem? I mean, what the? He got infill tickets? Well, I mean, he didn't you had a press you pass. You could get huh? in there, right? So this is you in your tent? <laughs> huh? You What'd add you a, do you, for you, four you days? Get a, you had that added generators. You had that added generators. So you did that four uh, days. That what did generator you do hum? for four days? Well, most of the time I wasn't out in the campgrounds. I was most of the time I was inside the infield doing press press stuff. Okay. So I didn't get to camp really. Get the did camp you get answer. any sleep at all? I probably got about 
10 hours of sleep this week. Total? 10 hours of sleep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because it, it was, I heard generators from all night long. I couldn't, yeah. sleep, with a, I couldn't sleep with a generator in my ear. Good night. Mm. I can't. I can't imagine that. I don't know how to get my. I don't know how to get my mind around that. Four days all. worth. Yeah, that is insane. But it was. It was. It was. It was probably the best sporting experience I've ever had in my life. Though. All right, I got to know something. You had press pass, so you got to get yes. behind the scenes. I'm sorry to be rude here, ma'am. In the golden ticket seats, could you let Dan Moultrie in? Uh, all right, I'm sorry. Um, uh, you're, yes. Um, so, uh, so ha- I mean, was it wor- looking back at it? Was it worth it? Is it something you'll ever do again? Oh yeah, I'll def- I always, I always camp out. Maybe that, next yeah. time have somebody with you. Yes. Yeah. Well, did you did run you into say you made you made friends though? Right. Yes, I made some friends. So that my neighbors across the street was you, actually from Canada. Wow. They, they drove wow. all the way from Toronto, Canada. To come hang that's out. That's a dedicated at, race fan. Dro- yes. They drove. They drove in a Are they RV. retired? Please tell no, me. They're, no, they're in their 30s. What? Yes. Mm. Good night. Well, there you go. Huh? <laughs> they, they're in their 30s. You know, I like from, the people watching yes. them down there. Do well, you no, think? No, no. I do too. Oh. People think watching was funny. My favorite thing. People today. watching was funny. Was anybody watching you, you think? No. Oh, no. well, no. Well, I guarantee uh, you there were. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy over by himself. There's that loner. I'm sorry, no. There's a guy who. I saw the people in their 50s and 60s out there, and I'm like, is this going to be me when I'm 50 and 60? And I was like, this better not be me. Well, yeah, they're having a blast. It's their jam, man. They're having too much of a blast. Yeah. All right, question. What's the craziest thing you saw? I mean, PG. I mean, yes. don't, don't you know? Clean it up a little bit, unless if. It How many would. beads did you give out? <laughs> I gave out zero this weekend because I didn't get the chance to. Oh, that's, that's but, probably uh, a good thing. That's but, good. Um, you. That's was the right anything answer. crazy like somebody uh, acting stupid or or anything like that? Okay. You were like, okay, I can't. Was believe anybody that. drinking okay, beer? <laughs> Is that a rhetorical <laughs> question? <laughs> but uh, no, during the Riley Green concert on Saturday night, he sang the. Um, Throw my ashes in turn three, the line oh, from, yeah. from Songberry and Mid and Dixie. Mm-hmm. Well, and dang. after he sang that line, everybody started chunking their beer cans towards the stage. Oh, wow. And it, this in wa- celebration? This or? celebration. Oh, okay. Just in celebration. I thought was, they were mad for No, those do like beer <laughs> showers, <laughs> like old Miss I don't know. The, I don't know Riley Green's, the, what yeah, they I don't do know at his. No, 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 no. Nobody's ever done that at his concerts. So, like, so after, this was new. This was like a new experience. This is Riley Rednecks. What else would you expect? Right. But well, I don't know. I, don't know. I saw some footage. It's like he had a big crowd. He had a huge crowd. When he, I heard, I think everybody in the crowd was singing his song, mm-hmm. which was probably really good for him personally because he he's grown up with that track. Oh really. yeah, he's, he's made yeah. songs about the track. Uh, listen, I remember the I'm probably the last he's time he sang at Greg's daughter's <laughs> birthday party, yeah, 18th birthday party. <laughs> I remember the last time I was at the track. He was just in the camp area him and his buddies and he was playing guitar but that's where he was yeah. and i was i think uh i forget who performed that night maybe florida georgia line i can't remember was at the big concert and he was just camping out with everybody else playing in the campground yeah that's funny um how about uh a weird tie-in here uh riley green and jsu baseball mm-hmm. i yes. saw them saw tweet out yesterday yeah. that at jim k stadium yeah. they're actually going to host a riley green concert yeah. uh it's called jack's uh country music star riley green Will be coming. Uh, it's going to be called a coming home concert, yeah. November fourteenth. That's going to be cool in that new stadium. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to set it. Where they're going to put? The I stage. would think center field looking back. Yeah, maybe or, or the stage second gonna, base. The stage is going to be on second base, oh, facing knows. towards mm-hmm. the the seating. Sure. Yeah, that'd be good. Wow. VIPs to the right. Cool. Oh, I know. So it's going to be a really fun concert on mm-hmm. the. You going to camp out for that? No, I'm not going to okay. camp out for that yeah. one. I'm just going to say 
Craig's house for that. Um, <laughs> Bobby in Ozark wants to know a little bit more about your camping situation. <laughs> Bobby, go ahead. Hey, Curve Street, depending on where you were camping at, there's showers at the track. Mm-mm. Yeah, he was afraid of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna use the. He's scared. We camped out from Wednesday and came back yesterday. Oh, and boy. we got showers daily. Oh yeah. wow, Bobby! We've had people come to the show that he camped out all weekend that didn't get showers. Yeah, they missed out on that <laughs> yeah, one. We've had yeah. that happen. They show yeah, up the here South, on Monday. The South camping has has uh, has showers over there. Okay. I mean, you might have to get, go there at the, in the middle of the night, you know, to get a shower without having to stand in line. But mm-hmm. well, know, Bobby, he was scared. He's by himself stinking. for four days. I don't know. I'd almost rather stink. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, he doesn't live far from there. So he, he does. Just run yeah, home he does. Small public showers, I just don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't do public that. showers. I just don't. <laughs> That's a weird situation. <laughs> you know, I don't have to. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I can get another. Plan. I could <laughs> if I was put in a really bad situation. But yeah. That doesn't come up on my have-to list. Well, buddy, we're glad you made it. Oh, yeah. You made it four days. Four days. By yourself in a tent. With his press pass, yep. covering the race. And with a, with a nice little haircut. Yeah. yeah. With a new haircut. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You just show up because I'm blowing the lid off. Ten minutes until top of the hour. Somebody say. Feeling like a boy. Jumping at a gun. I'm feeling like a winner. You know, every time I play this song, I, I think about the combination here of artists. Ed Sheeran, Chris Stapleton, and Bruno Mars. Wow. That's a combo. Oh, sound like that. You can hear it all. Uh, ow, that, okay. I, well, I want to bring, I want to ask back. you something because uh, I don't know what y'all had planned for this segment, but I've noticed since we got here this morning that you kind of, there's something going on with your neck and, and it looks like yeah. you're in, almost in pain a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you tweak something? Yeah. Because well, I've noticed you turn and look a couple times, yeah. and you're not fully moving your neck. You're kind of having to move your body. It's one of those having to move your body to turn kind of yeah. things. What would you do? You know, as a dude, uh, when something happens, you try to shake it off, but then at some point you go, hey, I think I just hurt myself. Yeah. You know? And um, it, I wouldn't say this is some, like, bad injury. I think I just tweaked something. Uh, but, uh, you know, through the move and everything, and I know everybody's tired of hearing about it. So, Did this, you move? It, it's uh, – <laughs> this show is about our life, and what? so whatever we're Wait going through, minute. you're going to hear a lot about. Uh, and so huh. I just finished up, but we're still moving things around the house, sure, getting yeah. things the way we like it. And some takes years to settle. Sometimes some things require a bunch of them rocks. Yeah, some things require help Mm. because it's so heavy or awkward. Yeah, and then some things you just try to do on your own because you don't want to either hassle somebody or you're like, man, I don't want to walk back inside and all that. So I had this big box I needed to move in the in the garage to the other side, and um, and I could have, I yeah, did you just yawn? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. uh, and and uh, and so the guy, the boys were upstairs. It's five fifty-two a.m. I know, I know. I give you that. Okay, um, I just didn't know. I didn't know if you owned or not. I couldn't tell. <laughs> that I was like, is he breathing heavy? Or um, so uh, so I didn't want to go in, inside and get the, the boys because that's normally what I do. Hey guys, y'all come here and pick this up or help me. Plus, you want to help get it Daddy. done. That takes time to get everybody out there and all that. So it's, this this box, I'm like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh-uh. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up, and then I'm gonna throw it on my shoulder, 
Okay, and Big when box. I th- and when I throw it on my shoulder, I'm going to walk it. Okay? okay, you got me. Walk it out. Yeah, walk, walk it out. Walk it out. And so when I got it, and I and I picked it up almost like um kind of like a a a snatch or like a power clean kind of thing. Yeah. When I went to throw it up, I got it, and I was going to bring my shoulder up under it, but I miscalculated and it landed on my head. Like wow. sideways, like this. You know, when you're carrying like something, when that. you're carrying something, you kind of you lean. overshot your shoulder. And man, when it hit, it it bowed that head oh, over. Oh boy, wow. I felt it go all the way down my back, and I was Tweak. like, "Dad, gum it!" And now it's on me. So now I'm like, "Good night." And so I, I got you over. Didn't have time to hurt till you set it down, right? And I got over it, and then you, know, you start crying. Finished like the finished the night, uh, you know. But your neck's all stiff and whatever. I said, "Okay, so that's so it's official." So I. I've got like oh, a, I'm banged up, like a whiplash, kind of crack, you know, yeah. creek in my neck. So you're gonna do this all day? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's um, what I've noticed. I didn't know that it was noticeable. I, I didn't yeah. know that, but yeah, it's just a little tight, a little tight. Tried, tried really hard, to knock that out myself, and I really regret not just taking thirty seconds and walking inside and getting I the boys. Know. I do, yeah. huh? Yeah. That and sometimes that's a hassle though, because even when you get them out there, they don't off. they don't do it the way you want them to do it, right. and then you're just frustrated. Uh huh. It's moved and you're not hurt, and but they weren't going to come right out. Yeah. They're going to drag around. Absolutely, guys. Y'all can't see what I just saw. I'm sorry, because uh, we talk about <laughs> what's what haircut got going in there. Just over your shoulder, I saw Sausage Curb balls. Street put the biggest sausage ball and in his <laughs> mouth all at one time and start chomping down. Well, he's been camped out for four yeah, days. Hey, that poor he's kid, probably starving. he's either starving or he's he loves what uh, what Chuck Sykes brought. If we were naming him today, Chuck's be, downsized him a little bit today. He okay. said we made fun of him last time. Yeah. Okay, well, well you really. did, Greg. Not I didn't us. Make fun of Chuck's got to realize it doesn't matter if he brought the perfect size in here. We would still make fun of. Yeah, right. yeah, um, and That's y'all would cool. also be proud of me because I did something, and y'all always say that I'm cheap or yeah, you know why? Because you're cheap. No, I'm not. Uh, and you like a good there's, deal. There's certain areas you like a freebie. There's certain areas where you have to go. Okay, I got to. I got. It's Don't all, take too many. The the. the it's all about having the right equipment and the right tools to do the job. Okay? Yes. And yes. sometimes you can go, you know what? I might not buy the most expensive rake. I can get by with this yeah. one over here. I can, even though like for me, it was off. a blower. Yeah. I had to, I had to get a commercial gray blower yeah. for the leave situation I have at my house. Yeah. It's, it's funny what you said situation that situation calls for. Because back when, back when I, we build, uh, and we just moved and all that, sold yeah. that property. You moved? But, but well, wait a minute. The, the size of that lot, somebody <laughs> said, there's a couple of things you need to do right. Get the right the right, right brand yes. of blower, weed eater, trimmer, stuff like that, the big dogs, yep. because they'll last if you take oh, yeah. care of them. Yeah. You know? Well, <clears throat> I went out and got a stud finder uh, because, you know, I'm hanging a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I was real proud of myself because – on the shelf, real? on the <laughs> shelf, <laughs> on the shelf, these these little ones over here. I was like, "Well, that's pretty intriguing," but this guy right here that takes batteries and really makes a noise when you hit a stud, uh, it's it's pretty. They're proud of that one, but I they think are. I think I'm going to like that one better. So that's the one I went with, and I got to tell you, it has changed my life when it comes to hanging things. So you got the sure enough good stud yeah. finder, and if it wasn't for that, it shows like, hey, you, you're on, you're on electrical. Yeah, this is a stud. It, you know, gives you different indicators, and it flashes red. You know what that means? I know him. He made a lot of money off his house. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just means that <laughs> I. He's buying fancy <laughs> stuff now. <laughs> That's what that means. Can't hide it. That's what that means. <laughs> I thought you were still yawning over there. Uh, no, it doesn't. Hey, I made a little money. I, just, I think I'm gonna step up and get the good one. How about hanging a lot of things? Now this right time now. next year, maybe not. 
Hey, honey, and you said you, hang, you got the TVs you, hung up. Oh, uh, will you hang this picture? We hang. Yeah, you know, got when new you, TVs. When you, when you, when <laughs> he you, didn't get new TVs. Okay. When you move, uh, you, you got. Yeah, I did move. Uh, you got to take not only the TV, but like how hey, you got a wall mount. You got to yeah. clean that up, you seen fix the, the holes and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, well, I had to get a new washer and dryer because <laughs> right. the the deal you got one of them smart ones <laughs> got all the bells and whistles. No. Um, <laughs> I had we had to get a new washer and dryer uh, because the other ones stayed back. Yeah, which was uh, good because you didn't have to move them. Right, there was a lot of good there. Uh, but anyway, the, 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 you the know, deal you, was you, is you, that I, I found got a stud finder and it is it is you, the, the saying hey the right equipment makes all the difference. You know, you did, right. you said something earlier. I, I've that, hit every stud that intrigued mm-hmm. me, and I and I I've done this is my fault, and I know I shouldn't, but you said for a period of time you put the tvs back on the stands yeah when i first got the tvs which, i stored the stands which was smart because every single time i throw them away i do too oh do you and i, I have I had situations i know and i've had situations where i've needed to move a tv into a different place mm-hmm. yeah, or whatever and right. then i don't have the dang and you stand. can't yeah you can't yeah no i i always keep the stands in the, and and like you're do. saying I, I do now yeah i've learned the hard way i try but, to keep them but i forget where i put them yeah <laughs> yesterday yesterday was okay you put the stands back on the TVs to get you by. Right. right. And, and so now it's yeah. officially time to hang them back up. And so I did and then stored the stands back. Mm. So, yeah, think about that. But but that's when the studs finder came into play. That's what yeah. I was talking about. That and I'll, are you going into Yeah. That's, Good night, guys. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's where um, all the hanging stuff, pictures and, oh, and, mir- and mirrors. I hate more than anything. Some pictures you don't need a stud. But but you know the big heavy mirrors and all this and hey hang this we hang that oh look this needs to go here yeah. oh that's crooked the oh, pictures yeah. are too frustrating high, because low. they've got to oh. be just oh I hate it perfect. oh yeah I hate it yes I do too that's off a little bit yeah I know yeah I think yeah. that's never that's not straight yeah it is close enough yeah but I was I was able to have the boys help me a little bit and they've you know kids nowadays they don't know how to do a darn thing. Uh, no, they you know, don't. and I don't know. I can't remember. Kids today, really concerned I, about I, one of mine. I don't know if if did my mom and dad. I can't remember. Did I just learn it, or did they? My dad come in and go, "All right, this is. Hey, you need to hang this, and I'm gonna watch you do it." I can't remember, but um, the boys were able to help find studs and and realize what that's about, and, yeah. and hang stuff and get it straight and all that. And you realize you're 17. You don't know how to do that. Hello. Uh. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We start this hour with the national anthem. Little Big Town's got this covered. Oh, say can you see. By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs 
the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Little Big Town's got the national anthem. And here we go for it. Come on. 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Uh, we've got intern Curb Street taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, earning his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now, a superpower. Danny Moultrie will join us. Match Moultrie and play today. Your chance to win big. Will of Meek could spin at any time today. Uh, we'll chat with you covering the stories of the day, but we can't do that until we get the entire team on the field. Of course, uh, I be Rick, and across the way be the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! How about it, Bubba? How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere. Welcome in to another edition of Rick and Bubba, serving you for over a quarter of a century. Boy, that sounds like a long time. King got on his knees. And he died on the cross for all the lost like me. He gave everything he could to turn this broken kingdom into something good. Moultrie's here, and uh, I haven't seen the question today. Uh, I'm getting where I don't even I don't even worry myself with it now. I'll just wait to the moment presents itself, and then we see if the uh, audience is able to match Moultrie. If you do, you'll win big today. I uh, got a, a Moultrie mobile system and uh, the Deer Feeder, the Unlimited, today about $400 worth of stuff we're about to give away. You know, uh, boy, these cameras uh, mm-hmm. are something else, boy, the they things are. they'll do now, and I... I sent you. I don't know if I sent you guys uh, or not because I was trying to get it out last night. The the giant hog I got. Oh, I saw. Picture on that. I saw big big Porky. Whew, boy, them cameras. There's something. Mm, that's a big you, old. You just hog. don't know what's going on out there when you ain't around. You know it. If somebody hey, shoot, you got, if somebody no, shoots, if somebody shoots that big daddy, we'll take a picture of it and put it out on social media <laughs> and act like we're right. <laughs> act like we're. You right. know, Dan's got me so scared of hogs. I told Chuck uh, back in the. Office before we got started, I said I feel like I need a hazmat suit to approach it. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got me scared yeah, nice. to death. I'm terrified. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Old church field. Well, well you, you, you certainly don't want to be getting good at night. Hello. Oh, I might put a saddle on that's him. A, that's a big old Oh, my man. goodness. You think, now, he, you think he'll let you pet him? All right, straight up, i got to ask a question. All right, so once you see that, <clears throat> I mean, what can you do? Because you, you can't take them. Uh, you can't take enough. My gracious, the way they multiply. That was last night, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, – You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I know. No. <laughs> well, you got you got to start getting rid of them because they they multiply. You know, with the old joke, multiply like rabbits. Rabbits ain't got a thing on these people. Oh, no, and I know people that really take it serious on trying to yeah. get rid oh, of yeah. them, and they yeah. can't take it. They can't no. take enough. No, it's just funny. You know what? You guys talking about? I talked to somebody that's got them really, really bad. They did the thing where you, know, you set up the the traps, and you get there, and there's a pile of them in a the trap, and you got to take every one of them down, and you got to haul them off, and mm. then. And he, he just he said he said they have the fence the fence with a one way gate on it and mm-hmm. they go in can't get out. He said then they start knocking the fence down going nuts. He, said, he just said the maintenance maintenance on that he finally just quit. He just said it's just too much to do with. Yeah. And I said well, what are you going to do? He said I guess I just live with them and kill them as I can. That's about all you can do. You know if we just had a few more black panthers they could control those. I know. Well you <laughs> know does the panther have to be black? <laughs> hey, you huh? know, well, you know in you, this particular <laughs> conversation yes. Well. <laughs> Well, well, you know, speaking of weird Moultrie pictures, you know, I had one weird thing where some raccoons were eating and some black cat had joined them. Remember that picture I showed you? Yes, I know. Yeah. Hmm. And probably a little kitten from a panther. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I saw a black cat on the side of the road the other day when I was out riding, and I I, I seriously almost pulled over and took a picture of it to tell y'all I'd found a a kitten black panther. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I, I, hey, you tell Bubba he's right. I mean, I've seen him. I know. Uh-huh. I, I get that. I know him. I know what I've seen. Yeah. So anyway, we'll. Know uh, what I've seen. We're going to talk today. I ain't crazy. And this is a topic. I ain't right, but I ain't crazy. <laughs> this is a topic we've been asked about a lot, and so today we we will be talking to biologist Chuck Sykes, and we're going to talk about CWD today, chronic wasting disease, uh, and parts of the country where sadly it's already taken place. Uh, this will also this comes up a lot anytime you start talking about feeders and supplemental feeding or or feeding during the season, uh, CWD and uh, comes up and people talking about it. So we're going to talk about this and tell you and you're going to be you know educated about it. You're going to be educated on what you need to do and what role that we who hunt and, and enjoy the great outdoors play in this and what we need to be looking for and how we can help and and then you know kind of take some of the fears and. Today we're going to do something. I know it's, it's going to be difficult because in the times we're living in, we're going to talk about facts today. <laughs> well, and too, Rick, it's a new the hunting. The hunting rules vary from state to state, yep. and in many times county to county. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to check with your local rules. But what we're talking about today, and even some of this effort um, to limit CWD, has been put together by multiple states. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking. At you know, right they're now. working together on that because of the uh, potential harm that this can cause, and we'll talk about it. And you know, I've I've talked with Chuck about it before, and you know, what, what is the real threat? What's not? Fact, fiction. Matter of fact, I told Chuck we probably need to do a podcast about oh, yeah. CWD alone because it is such a big and topic that everybody's talking about. What now. if we did a podcast? The first half of it was talking to CDB. Right, and, that's and we Charlie had Charlie Daniels, Daniels band. Yeah, we call it CDB and CWD. Or we start a new band called CWD. <laughs> <laughs> what if C- CDB put on a concert to help raise money for CWD? Oh, right. boy. And huh? we're special guest BTO. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that was opening up. All right, we'll come back. We'll jump into this. Chuck Sykes is back. Nan Moultrie is back. 
We will talk a little CWD, and then, of course, an opportunity for you to match Moultrie and win big today. You got the Rick and Bubba show. As Bubba said, a quarter of a century strong. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Buddy's Rick and Bubba. If you're not, you're a communist. Get her done. It is 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. As uh, promised, it's time for Moultrie and the gang. Match Moultrie coming up before this hour is over. But we welcome back to the Rick and Bubba show, Dan Moultrie. Rick. Dan. Danny. It's a real disservice that you call it Match Moultrie and not Supreme Trivia. No, no. <laughs> it really is. It's Match Moultrie. No. I, I can, I can sleep at night yeah. calling it Match Moultrie. No, Dan, you're, you're not here when we have to debate everybody after you're gone, Rick. and you've headed off into the sunset, and then we're, we're left with the uh, – the endless pages of people and oh. information they have sent us that's debating everything mm-hmm. we say every day. Yeah, and I know what he's doing, too. Oh, yeah. He used to come as soon as he got here and go, speed, 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 let's get together on this trivia. And he would give me all the information. Now he waits to the last second so we really can't do anything. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, we, you know, this Greg, is smart. This is Greg smart. and I discussed it outside, and Greg goes, I bet you got a good one this week. And I oh, said, yeah. how you know? He goes, because you went light last time. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Look on. out. It Look is Look out this week. Well, we, we, uh, we, have, um, we have that coming up. Now, when you say the three letters, CWD. Oh, boy. When those three letters are uttered or mentioned. <laughs> Chuck Sykes is here with us again, too. And uh, Chuck, of course, is uh, – Director with Alabama Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries Division, uh, biologist, and uh, and Chuck, we're here today to talk about those three letters, CWD. Yeah, I hate we've got to discuss it, but it's uh, it's a fact of life. It is, and and it is it is real. I know a number of states are teaming up now. First of all, tell everybody so there's people right now that are watching and listening that go, y'all may know what CWD is. I have no idea what you're talking about. CWD is chronic wasting disease. It's a prion-based disease as much like mad cow disease or BSE in cattle, scrapie in the sheep family, and uh, (laughs) CJD that affects humans. So it's in that same family. And CWD only impacts cervids, which are moose, elk, whitetails, mule deer, basically anything that can cast an antler. So, so where did it come from, and, and, and how, is it, how does it pass and, and all and, that? And can it transfer to humans? Okay, that, that's a good question. That's a big that's one there, Bubba. Bubba. That's the big one. Yep, that's that's the big what we one. call the big one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let me go ahead and answer that one first. As of me sitting here this morning looking y'all in the eye, it cannot transfer. There looks to be a pretty strong species barrier that's preventing it from jumping from deer to humans. However... The CDC has issued their statement that says if you harvest a deer in a known CWD zone, they recommend that you have it tested before you consume it. That's just out of an abundance of caution. But yeah, right there's nothing now, wrong with that. Yeah. You know, right now there's been a bunch of studies done, and it has not been shown to jump species. Okay. 
So, so, and, and it came from where and what? The, it, the first place it was located, um, I tried to take a little pressure off of Port, Ashley and Port Speedy mm-hmm. and, and made y'all some handouts. Look at our handout. Yes. Yeah. They're so nice. The first place got a sticker. Look at that. Was, was in a captive mule deer facility in Fort Collins, near Fort Collins, Colorado, and in that, 1967. If you look on that first map, and you'll that, see that one little dot. And that yep. was a previous oh. sheep. That's what the speculation is, is that the scrapey manifested itself in the CWD. That's just We put a bunch of mule deer in an enclosure where we once had sheep. That's what the theories are right now. But regardless, that's where the first case of CWD was. And if you look on that next map, in almost 30 years, it only took up. 15 counties. It yeah, didn't travel real much, fast. Bubba just showed me this morning his first hog. CWD travels about like hogs. Natural progression is extremely slow, but you put it 70 miles an hour in the back of a truck. Mm. Then you look over to that next map, mm. and it jumped up to Saskatchewan. Mm. I can promise you a deer didn't walk from Colorado to Saskatoon. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. unintentionally carried it there and mm. then you can just watch it mm. exponentially expand across oh, yeah. the state that's why we have carcass bands where you can't go somewhere and shoot a deer just throw the deer in the back of your truck and bring it back mm-hmm. that's also why we have live deer uh prohibitions where you can't bring them back into the state that's how it's moved natural progression is extremely slow man-made progression can be fast mm. yep and now we got it man and, and what we what needs to be dispelled is what I call tailgate talk. Oh yeah, Greg knows about tailgate talk. Oh, oh yeah, and Greg, Greg but, participates but, in but, tailgate. But, I'm the but, king of tailgate. But, talk. but the tailgate talk needs to stop. Let me tell you, we, and we said it before on here, Rick. The, the the mad cow disease didn't stop the beef industry. They've got it back online. Scrapies didn't stop the sheep. CWD is not going to be the end of, of honey. If when we find it in the state. Chuck and them's got a plan. It'll go into place, and then once it's over with, things will go back to normal, and we'll press on down the road. But it's just a a phase that we'll go through. Uh, So, Dan, Dan, talk in plain terms. I know there's certain words you don't want to say, but you're talking about tailgate talk and the way that people get misinformation out there. What exactly are you talking about? I'm talking about them saying, man, it's going into into everything. Y'all hear yeah, about hey, you deer yeah. meat with that, it'll kill you on the spot. Yep, that you stage going to come in and kill all our deer. Yeah, you feed it to your dogs, I it'll kill all your dogs. And the tailgate talk that I hear jump, is jump, Jump that, in there, Greg, for a little well, tailgate talk. You want me to get in there? Yeah. That this, this will be a way for the all-powerful state to end that's our feeder program. Yeah. Now, that that's what people are saying. That's how they get you. And that's it. Chuck, that's not correct, right? No. Hey. Dan was working on this 15 years ago when he was the chairman. He was planning to stop feeding. It's been that big conspiracy. Right, right. <laughs> Come on, y'all speed. have some common sense. No. I just we want don't you want to it. say it because people out <laughs> no, their tailgate no. do talk about these Look, things. And, I mean, and, hey, and this is the only way you can clear that up is to talk Chuck directly is the, and plain. Chuck is the it. only director in the United States that would tell you and say that on the air. Chuck is the only director that said, if you see a Black Panther in the state, shoot it and bring it to my office. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to have anybody Let's better than Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not mix our Black yeah. Panther and our CWD. <laughs> 
Dad, you can't throw that. That's a bad mixture. That was that was Dan that brought that up. Is there a rumor that CWD actually started with the Black Panther? Yes, but we're not going to get into that. Look, tailgate talk, Rick. Yep. To go back to your question, there the the. <laughs> the buzz f- phrase you see and hear is it's all about the money. Right. Everything. You, you know, in yeah. Mississippi, all the Facebook forums when Mississippi found it, they said, ah, oh, the state brought it here where they could <laughs> buy land cheaper. <laughs> I mean, good grief. I put in y'all's handout that y'all can show just a a study, a survey that the Association of Fish and Wildlife Agency sent out to all the directors of the states. We don't make money off of CWD. Right. An average cost in each state about a half a million dollars a year just in testing. That money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. That means I'm going to have to take it from another right. fund to put it to that. So we don't make money. This is not a money-making proposition, Paul. Well, also, when you think about tourism to the state, you want a robust hunting and fishing environment, not one that's got CWD in it. Absolutely. I mean, that's not what you'd want. I mean, how, how can anybody ever say you'd want it? I mean, that's that's bizarre. I think it's your fake news. <laughs> fake <laughs> news. Fake, fake hunting news. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, over, I was talking over them over at the little peach place. I'm telling what they said about it. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-four minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big is our number. Relief Factor teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. Love getting uh, emails like Marie in Michigan. Uh, she said I've suffered with pain and uh, from inflammation for over twenty years. Uh, you know, and I made some concessions in my life, and uh, I struggle with the over the counter because those things are not made for you to take every day. And I knew about the bad side effects of that. Uh, she said, but then I was skeptical, but I thought I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I heard Rick and Bubba talking about uh, Relief Factor, and so I ordered it. Well, to my surprise, it started working almost immediately. It turned, uh, I just turned 60, and I mean it when I say Relief Factor has given me a new lease on life. God bless you guys. I'm so glad I heard about it. It's never too late to start enjoying the benefits of good health. I thank you, and my husband thanks you as well. It's made from botanicals. It's all natural. Uh, it, it's really like uh, the Avengers of inflammation. You, you, you've got yourself, um, you know, resveratrol. Uh, you've got uh, curcumin, icarin. But we're going to throw in a little fish oil there too, a little omega three, and all that is going into the body naturally. Like the Avengers. Like the Avengers. Look, we're all good on our own, right. but together we're something. Yeah. And if your pain is tied to inflammation in the body, you're going to see success. This could be life changing for you too. Get the quick start pack for 19.95 by going to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. The reason why we do the quick start pack is after three weeks, you'll know whether this works for you or not. Chuck Sykes is here with us today, uh, the director uh, with Alabama Wildlife and Freshwater Fisheries Division, biologist. We're talking about CWD, and we're trying to stamp out rumors, and we are trying to give you facts today. And I already see one call that's on hold that we're going to get to before we're done concerning the new abating laws in, in Alabama. Uh, that one to me is, is pretty much a common sense thing, but we'll do that last. First of all, I'm in a, a state that's known to have CWD. and uh, borderline. Borderline. Okay. borderline. Well, Alabama doesn't. Doesn't. Alabama you're, doesn't. You're putting just, yourself in a position, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I'm o- okay. I'm in, I'm o- we've seen it in Mississippi. Yes. That'd be a good one. Yes. I'm in Mississippi, and I kill a good deer. Yep. Okay, what am I supposed to do? If you travel from Alabama and go to Mississippi and you kill a deer, mm-hmm. 
you need to debone it, just bring back the meat, cape it out, cut the skull plate off. Clean it. Clean it out. Make sure we don't bring any brain, spinal column, or long bones back into the state. You can still have your taxidermist mount it. You can still have your processor process it and package it for you. We just want to leave those components of the body that have the highest concentration of the the prions. We want to leave them where it came from. So you can still go hunt, kill your deer, just take a few minutes to debone it and cape it out before you bring it back. And a lot of the the processing places now, most of them in, in the states, because all the, most of the states have this policy. Yep. You carry it there, and they'll go. You want it cape, debone, and what? They've already got it done for you. You pick it up and you bring it back. What about I? I, I killed a deer in Alabama mm-hmm. in our home state, and I do want to have it tested. How long does this take? It's going to take several weeks. Okay. But a couple of years ago, we actually bought a. ELISA machine. We bought the testing equipment. We partnered with the Department of Agriculture and Industries. The machine is at their lab at Auburn. They've got a technician to run it. So when it, where it was taking us three months to get results back, we can get it back in two to three weeks now. We're going to have freezers in every county. Some counties, our high-risk counties up in northwest Alabama are going to have two freezers drop-off points, or you can bring it by our, our district offices. We'll take the sample for you, and we'll, we'll test it. That's, we're relying on hunters to help us get all of these samples. This isn't something that my staff is doing. We're so, working with taxidermists, processors, hunting clubs to help us get samples. So, Chuck, what does a sample mean? So you're going to take a sample, then I'm going to carry the deer to process like I normally would? Yeah, you can. And or then, And then like, I might just leave that bag in the freezer in a particular corner until that's I right. get the all clear. The, if you want to use one of our drop-off points, it's everything is laid out at OutdoorAlabama.com, where the locations are mm-hmm. and how to do it. But if it's an antlerless deer, just cut the head off, put it in a garbage bag. we got a little form you fill out, drop it in the freezer. That's it. If it's a buck and you're not going to get it mounted, just cut the antlers off, put it in a bag because we're taking the lymph nodes out of the back of the throat, mm-hmm. and that, that's it. It's, it's pretty simple. It doesn't take a lot of time for a hunter to drop a deer off. or we, We're actually working with some processors and taxidermists where you just you take your deer to the processor, tell them you want to get samples, well, that's and what they'll I, do it. That's yeah. what I wanted to ask. Cause yeah. I, I'm, 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 listening, I'm hearing the hunters right now better known as myself. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. do I want to have to now take two stops? I got to take my deer, then I got to go take it something somewhere else. Can I, if, if my taxidermist has gotten into the program, yep, or where I processed, I would say, yep. hey, test this for CWD. Absolutely. And to Bubba's point, go ahead and process it, but I'm not going to consume it, even though we don't have any proof that that, that right. a human being can mm-hmm. catch Just it. Just being extra safe. Well, plus, yeah. it's helping the state to know yeah. if we have it. Sure. Yeah. We te- we've tested about eight thousand deer, wild deer already. We haven't found it. So all those people that say it's here. If it is, where, where? we yeah, <laughs> tell me where because we need to find it because we've how looked many, in every county. How many samples will the state do this year, Chuck? We'll probably do between fifteen hundred and two thousand samples mm-hmm. a year, and we're we're getting them from taxidermists, processors, road kills. Road kills is one of the best places to find it. If you think about it, the disease yeah, crazy eats, deer eats away the brain, yeah. so they're not they'll walk out in front of a car, right? Um, a lot of my friends in, in other states that have had it for a while, that's where they get a majority of their samples is through road. Chuck, kids. what yeah. does it cost yeah. to, to get a deer tested? 
it's going to cost us probably about 20 bucks, 25 bucks. You ain't me the hunter. No, it's not going to cost okay. you anything. So the this state's the doing all that. Yeah. Okay. No, no, the, the, state, the department. Yeah, yeah, the department. We right. we are doing that. Yeah. So I want to ask you this, two things. Number one, um, is there any way for me to look for any signs I should let the state know about if I see deer acting a certain way? Yeah, again, we've got a sick deer report online, yeah. or you can call our 800 number. If you see a deer that's acting suspicious please let us know but there's no way rick that you can go to the farm or gary can call you and say i saw a deer with cwd today but what am i looking for what just any you're, weird you're looking when it it eats away the brain right so zombie deer rick yeah, don't say that good <laughs> lord that's all we hear this is not the zombie apocalypse <laughs> but but one of the things i saw that you guys Chuck, did tailgate list, talk that yeah. you did list was they, i'm here they, to talk about tailgate talk. That they lose their their fear of humans they do yeah. Yeah. They, they just they're wandering around their droopy posture and at the later stages they start losing weight which is why it's called chronic wasting they basically waste, waste away, away. Yeah. Mm. All right. So now let's get to the new laws. Oh, Rick, Rick, Greg's got a question. No, Greg's yeah. mic's off. I think. No. Yeah, I, a little tailgate talk report. Is it true that hunting deer with dogs causes? <laughs> okay. Look at Chuck. Look at Chuck. Look at Chuck. Chuck, you, you, Greg, see, you Greg, know who your Greg, friends I, are here, Greg. Right? I, I heard that too. Though. Dan, no, I mean, I maybe you told me. I don't remember. No, but I heard it. Was a little it. tailgate talk. I don't know where you and I heard it, but I heard it. <laughs> We're giving examples of tailgate. That's okay. So. Oh, <laughs> All right. You know, Bubba and I invented Rick and Bubba University where we give out degrees in common sense. All right, so so now let's get to the things about deer congregating. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you being a biologist, you know that just like people congregating, it, like you said in the kitchen, it, it's if you're sick and I'm around you all the time, I have a better chance of catching it if I'm not. However, we have been doing supplemental feeding in our state for, for quite a while, and, and, and even we, we've also had – a hundred yards from where you're hunting a natural out of the natural line of sight. So really this new law in Alabama, this is the part I don't understand. All we're doing is taking the same feeders that have been out there and moving them to a different location. Nothing's changed on the behavior of the deer. That shouldn't affect that shouldn't anything. affect either. Look that again, y'all mentioned it. I, I'm a biologist mm-hmm. and we are taught in school an unhealthy congregation of animals is bad. Right. Because it may not create a disease but it helps spread it again common sense if i'm sick and we're all sitting in this studio the chances of y'all getting sick are better than if we're all standing outside in the parking lot and especially if we've eaten your sausage balls yeah right Right. so they're fantastic they really are i'm telling you baiting is a hunting issue it's not a disease issue it's a personal preference it's how you want to hunt and as a biologist I catch a lot of flack for that because I'm supposed to say baiting is bad, baiting is bad. Well, if the legislature tells us feeding is legal, corn sitting where I am and corn sitting where Greg is is the same corn. Right. So that's not a que- that's not an argument that I can win as a biologist when it's legal to do it. Right. So baiting is a personal preference issue. That's correct. If we have a disease, yeah, common sense says we don't want to feed them. We don't want to bring them all together where we've got a chance on nose-to-nose contact and more deer getting sick. But then again, you've got oak trees that are dropping that they're around. You've got them going to the same mud hole. Yep. We're never going to be able to stop that. We just need to use common sense don't, and try to lessen the impact. Don't forget, you put a green field 
somebody makes a little secret little quarter acre plot in a high deer density how many deer you think are in there nose to nose in that little plot? No, they, they can, you, well, you, yeah. you can't stop it. hunting. Yeah. Everybody's trying to come up yeah. come up with a way to get deer to congregate. Yeah, you can't <laughs> stop it. right. And what I'm this but is they what I'm taking out naturally. Even right. if we were yeah, there even hunting. if there was nothing yeah. out there, they're going to congregate wherever the food is. Right. Well, I just Natural. wanted I just wanted to dispel because for some reason, and this is the part that drives me crazy. It's only now that they think this is going to increase the chances of CWD. And I'm like, guys, no. we're moving the deer's furniture. Right. That, that's yeah. a political political agenda. Po- political football. That, that's that's yeah. trying to prove their point. Right. It's but, not. Because it, we've been supplemental, supplemental feeding, and then we've been able to have a feeder 100 yards away mm-hmm. out of the natural line of sight. All we've done is taken those same feeders and moved them to a different location. Rick, we've moved the refrigerator <laughs> across the floor. That's all <laughs> that, we've done. It has nothing to do with yep. who's going to the refrigerator yeah. or how they're congregating. Um, if you don't mind, I know we're, we're up against the break. Really so, up against it. I know. This has to be the laws and regulatory actions that uh, I have on my computer, Adler. This has to be the most disturbing about zip codes. It, what, it's what does pretty that mean? scary. They're, Wisconsin, I think, found CWD in 2002. Mm-hmm. And there's four counties that's on that map that's some of the best big buck producing counties in, in that state. So what the USGS did is they looked at zip codes one year of hunters that hunted in one of those four counties. Right now, the prevalency rate in one of those four counties on a mature deer is up to 60%. Mm. So I can assure you somebody from Alabama didn't go to Wisconsin to shoot a yearling doe. They went up there to shoot a mature buck. Right. So you basically had a flip of a coin whether that deer had CWD or not. Mm. This is why we put the carcass regulation in. You can still go up there and hunt. Just bring the antlers, the hide, and the meat back. Leave all those high-content uh, body parts up there. Bring it back mm-hmm. in non-CWD condition. Yes. That's the way. But that, that map is scary. Yeah, yeah, it is. is. I mean, I, mean, I don't even know why you would go hunt there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or if you do, just follow the rules. Follow the rules. We come back, Match Moultrie. By the way, we're putting show notes today to Outdoor Alabama website. So all the things we talked about as far as our state, you can see there. Uh, We'll be back. Match Moultrie and your chance to win is next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Match Moultrie, uh, seven minutes now to the top of the hour. I do want to tell you this. Uh, out of our state of Alabama, a state that, as of right now, CWD has not been found. But uh, if you would like information, you want to ask questions, there's going to be some public forums and educational seminars uh, that are going to be happening all over the state of Alabama. And those dates uh, and those places are... Uh, can be found by going to OutdoorAlabama.com slash CWD-info. And you can find that website at RickandBubba.com by just going to show notes today. So if you'd like to go to one of these town hall-type settings uh, and ask questions and and get information on CWD, uh, then you certainly can do that. Uh, and Rick, can I have one qu- kind of follow up question Bubba. dealing with that? I no, know we got to get. We got to match Moultrie. We're gonna go into the, overtime. No, I'm the, feeling it coming. The, the thing that causes this, Chuck, is a prawn. Yes. And prion, st- prion. Yeah. we don't know how long it can live. It's not like a virus. No, is it? it's, it's not a, a virus or a bacteria. It's, it's a protein, right. basically. So we don't know how long it can live in the environment. You know, if a bacteria or a virus gets outside of the body, 
it's got a shelf life. It's right. going to die. Right. Has to have a host. This does not. It, it can get in the environment and stay indefinitely. It, as of right now, we don't know. Like the example you had given of the farm where the dirt appeared to be contaminated, is there a treatment to kill it? Not right now. That we know of. Not right I mean, now. can it survive everything? Cold, burning? The only thing right now that we, we have had blast, people I mean, that had a guy from Birmingham that killed a deer in Colorado, cared it, had it tested, did everything right, right, had it processed out there, shipped the meat back. A couple of weeks later, they called him and said, it's hot. It's right. got CWD. Yep. So he called us. We carried it to Auburn and put it in their digester. We got rid of it properly. But that's a, a lye-based cooking crock pot. I think cooking for four hours at 900 degrees will render it mm-hmm. useless. What so did you call nothing the thing that they put we it can in? Do. A digester. A digester. It's like a huge crock pot. Hey, that's, that's a guy down there that yeah. eats it and see it. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling that's you. That's what you did to those sausage balls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I got a digester taken care of. Hey, hey, I'm just going to tell you, I was down there at Peach Park. and uh, Getting some ice cream. I was talking uh, to Char- Charlie Wayne. and he, <laughs> Charlie Wayne. He killed, hey, he, killed, he killed a buck last year. He's on the ground dead. I mean dead. <laughs> he went to get his truck to come pick it up. That buck was gone. And then a few days later, I'm telling you, they saw it again alive. <laughs> it's a zombie dude. Now, Gary thinks CWD's Charlie Wayne Davis. He does. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. All right, so anyway, and and uh, and you can get uh, any information that you need, and we got the website there and show notes at rickandbubba.com. All right, here we go. We're matching Moultrie. Oh, oh stop, nice. stop, stop right there. Moultrie. You know how I always coordinate it with the, what we talked about, Rick? Yes. I was going to have – Four words that rhymed with trivia, since it is a trivia question that pertained to CWD, and it was going to be bacteria, criteria, deliria, and hysteria. But <laughs> we, we went on to a new question. That was I just, TMI. I'm just, I'm, just giving, I'm just giving you a little list. Thank no, that you, really was discussed. Thank you, Rick, he was throwing a rhyme in there. Yeah. You know what? Just when I thought you couldn't bother me anymore, I was wrong. But, uh, so... Up for grabs today, a Moultrie Mobile system, which I love the new Moultrie yeah. Mobile. Two thumbs up. Love it. And a deer feeder. We'll give you the unlimited today if you win. That's $400 worth of stuff. You know what today. I'm surprised? Y'all hadn't asked how many pictures we're putting in the sky lately. Oh, yeah. Moultrie oh, yeah. Mobile. In the cloud? In the cloud. That's a sky cloud. Yeah. Yeah. For my generation. The sky. Dan, I knew what I'm you sorry, meant. Ashley. Same thing, Dan. I knew what Over, you meant. Yeah, are y'all ready? Over a million a week. In the sky. Please look at that. In the sky. Hey, that's why we got these weather problems. (laughs) Moultrie's putting stuff in the sky. That's right. (laughs) Blocking all the precipitation from coming down. Have Gary say that's unbelievable. Hey, 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 it's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's so dry down here. It's dry as a mummy's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so duck hunters pride themselves as being more knowledgeable than any other hunters about their species. I mean, they will, by the way. They'll they'll let you know that, too. quick. Uh, so, what species of dabbling duck does not migrate? Do you know what a dabbling duck is? The ones right? that go, you showed me, yeah, the ones that go yeah. under. Teacup. Yeah, they Over they, teacup. As you does it have to say. rhyme with species? <laughs> no. or, not trivia either. Uh, okay. Okay. All right, let's, uh, let, let's try. Bacteria. How How in Wetumpka, what species of dabbling duck does not migrate? Uh, blind guess, wood duck. No, mm-hmm. no, that's no, wrong. Yeah, Scott, this, this and, gonna be a dandy. Scott and Op, what do you think? Uh, 
I, I, Google's too slow. Let's go with uh, uh, no clue. Okay, there it is. That's Not familiar with that. Oh, there it is. James in Birmingham. James, what do you think? See it, Adler? Mm-hmm. I think it's a um, diving duck. No. no. Diving no, duck. No. Jason in Prattville. Jason, what do you think? I have no idea. Daffy, <laughs> Daffy Duck. But I was, but I was, but I was, <laughs> or Donald. Donald Duck. Beth in Georgia. <laughs> Greg just said it, Donald Duck. No, <laughs> I, no, no. Guess so. you're right. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to Brian and Coleman. Uh, Mallard. No, oh, no, dang it, Michael Birmingham. My- Michael, he just hung up. Thank you, Michael. I don't blame you, Michael. <laughs> Look, he's so excited. Look, he's just so excited. We were hoping so. I mean, that somebody would say, "Hey, I know it." Uh, need a little more time there. Look at it. All right, so we'll uh, we'll <laughs> note to self, Rick. If everybody has more questions, just wait till the next segment. Bacteria criteria delirious. No, he's gonna wrap it when we come back from the break. Yeah, top of the hour. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.